0: My name is Sam McCauley, and I'll be your host. and I am joined once again with up north biker Ash Hall. G'day. And Chris Chippy Ballard. Hello. Ash taking us back to his uh, Australian days there. Well, uh, his
1: Australia World Superbikes, so kind of a
0: little tenuous link to what we're going to be talking about later on. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed the race. We certainly did. It's nice to have the bikes back. It's good to have them back. We'll get into that in a bit. First, I want to talk about the fact that our first podcast came out, our first episode. It was uh, it was a little bit daunting at the start to try and get it all out, to try and get it all <laughs> completed, and to use all the software, and it was way over my head, and I can't believe I managed to piece it all together. I can't even log on to Discord most of the time, never mind, put a podcast together. Thankfully, Chippy jumped in and helped with getting it onto YouTube. Uh, we've been not very popular, because there's... Some people on youtube that have millions of views (laughs) but we've been a lot we've got a lot more views than i was expecting to get that's for sure uh i'll tell you what though you did you did a good
1: job on the editing though
0: yeah to
1: say it's your first time although it was
0: great yeah
2: yeah it was quite good
0: thank you very much uh it could have been better but i've listened to other podcasts before and there's been editing foo paths, so i'm not going to beat myself up about it too much We'll get better. I'm
1: very surprised that you didn't throw your laptop out the window, though, like you usually do.
0: After after this after today, it might go out the window. So
1: in fact, yes. When you get your new laptop, just lob your old one, and I want to see a video of it. Just launch it.
0: I'll go riding the bike and I'll just chuck it off. (laughs) Just chuck it over the side. (laughs) Yeah. So our first podcast, it's still available to listen to if you want to listen to it. It went out. uh, It was uh, it was a little bit stressful. There is now a hole in my kitchen door. That is a true story. (laughs) I had to punch a hole in my kitchen door from lack of sleep and a little bit of stress. It wasn't just because of the podcast, but that was definitely right up there. Uh, Yeah, and we've learned one or two things from doing our first podcast. Well, I've certainly learned one or two things. Most importantly is the importance of muting your mic whenever you're taking a drink of coffee. Ash, I've just seen you take a I've drink literally just me. done it. I've li- yeah, I've literally just done it. And the i have mute. I was, the Big of, old slurp. You know? The amount of slurping and swallowing <laughs> that I could hear whenever I was doing the edit. And I could hear my dog <laughs> shaking in the background. And I was like, oh my God. And some of it I couldn't even edit out either. So I was like, oh my God, this is shit. I'm going to have to put this on the internet and everybody can hear me drinking coffee. I'm pretty sure I've already taken a drink of coffee already. but Yeah, I have multiple. Yeah.
2: I haven't muted mine yet. I don't think you could turn mine on the cat on the uh, on the last one.
1: Yeah. Yeah I but was... when I drink my tea, I'm I'm a slurper with tea. Yeah, well mute your mic.
2: <laughs> and if, you need, if you need to sneeze <laughs> or yet.
0: if you need to sneeze or fart, mute your mic. And that's <laughs> no, I'm that's not to, happening. That's Sorry. what I'm going to come to, Chappie. Can <laughs> you even can you press mute? Can you do that? Because you're just you've just made...
2: I mute on Discord.
0: He's got a set of earbuds in. that's what he's got apple earbuds in. plug for apple send us money apple we're plugging your fucking stuff he's got there's there's
1: me and me and sam we've got these really good microphones you know well i say really good it's what the most podcasters use and chippy's like oh i'm gonna get myself a a ps5 headset
2: well that's the thing i bought a ps5 headset and i can't get it to work so that's just sat in a cupboard now that was 80 quid down the drain so i've got to my AirPods, yeah. And I've <laughs> ordered a microphone which is arriving today, but it's not arrived in time to do the podcast. So you're going you to have to go through my laptop again. But it means it. I don't have to mute my microphone when I uh, when I slurp my tea now because it doesn't for- pick it up. i for- I forget
0: to mute my microphone. I know I will. <clears throat> I will as well, yeah. Definitely will. Uh, but
2: then when it comes
1: to technology and Chippy's microphone being absolutely naff, your laptop is just unbelievable. <laughs> it's almost <Yeah>. unmanageable. <laughs> So you bad. need to it's stop good. shoveling coal into it that
0: It is thing. about 11, it it's to about 11 century. years old. It's so bad. It's the worst. Uh, so going back to our first episode, guys, have yous had any feedback? Has anybody got in contact or touched base with you to try and tell you about how good it was or what they thought of it? Have you had much feedback? Uh,
2: I had a bit. Um, mainly from friends and family. Being nice, but I think they have been polite. Mm-hmm. Uh, but My missus was a bit critical, but I think it was more of how it was structured but it wasn't really any constructive feedback it was just i think you should have done it like this i think you should have done it like yeah, that and your message like, well,
0: sort of, was critical because you told her you work really hard in the night shift and then that's why you can't do any yeah. housework but then you told us on the podcast that you get to sleep and you're using it as an excuse to not do anything <laughs> you dumbass
2: yeah but i didn't think she was going to listen to it because she's not interested in bikes so i thought she won't listen to the podcast and then she sat there on the way home listening to it and then she's like oh yeah I was, uh, oh, she
1: was gonna listen to it. It's something that you've created.
2: Yeah, she only wanted to listen to see if she got mentioned, which she well, did. Yeah.
1: What about you guys? Have you had any what feedback? Let's
2: listen to this mix now.
1: Yeah, I've had some feedback. Um Well, uh, one one of them was which we've discussed before, I was too quiet on it, but we've already discussed why that why that happened. So hopefully this time round it I won't sound as quiet. Um and mainly most of it's been really good feedback yeah. everyone everyone that listened to it really enjoyed it uh, obviously family um you know they've listened to it me mum she straight away she was like oh i want to put i wanted to put a uh, comment on youtube and i was like well if you want to put a comment on youtube go for it but she's there saying she was listening to the podcast thinking uh, when we were talking about the mugs and she was saying "Oh, i wanted to get involved i want a mug <laughs> so
0: um yeah uh, we've had i've had nothing but positive really yeah we'll try and uh we'll try and uh sort out some mugs for our listeners in due course i had my old man ring me and that is something special whenever my dad calls me on the phone because we never talk usually whenever my dad rings me somebody's either given birth or somebody's dead but he called me on the phone and uh, we had a bit of a chat and it was mostly telling me about being a, an asshole because i hadn't pulled my finger out of my ass and got my license that was pretty much it uh, but yeah, getting a <laughs> phone call from my dad, I was like, this is this is definitely something if he's calling me. But we got some actual feedback in terms of a message. Dan Crone sent us a message. Well done with the podcast, had a lesson, all went really well. Sounded it fairly professional, consider it was your first one. Keep up the good work, looking forward to more. And he also sent us a question. Well, I... I respond it with if you have any other feedback or if you'd like to ask a question, feel free because we want our listeners to get involved. So yeah he has sent us a question and he said, Would love to hear a debate on the iconic livery designs. What springs to mind for everyone? Uh for me it's it's the Repsol Honda and the Yamaha of Kenny Roberts back in the day, the speed block design. So what's your favourite I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Livery design. What's your favourite bike design? that's on the on the paddocks. Like uh, I'm, it doesn't spe- specify any particular paddock or any particular championship. So I'm just thinking wide ballpark here. What's your favourite design for bikes? Racing. Um,
1: so uh, mine or oh, racing. Is this any racing over any era?
0: Yeah, let's go for that. We'll narrow. So, we'll narrow it down in a bit, but let's just go for that now.
1: Honestly, my favorite has I know we've, dis, we've discussed this a little bit, but my favorite has to be um Joey Dunlop's um SP Honda SP1 with the uh, the Vimto livery. Mm. Uh, it's it's iconic. It's my favorite bike. So I have to I have to choose that one. Yeah. Tell me what's yours. Road
0: road racing livery. <laughs> uh
2: the 2006 Camel Yamaha with uh, Ross T and Colin Edwards on it. I'm surprised you picked.
0: I'm surprised you picked Valentino Rossi, to be honest.
2: I need I to get this out
0: there. Right,
2: I don't dislike Rossi. I love Rossi. I just like Mark Marquez. But because I like Mark Marquez, everybody automatically thinks I hate Rossi. I don't hate Rossi. I love Rossi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh well, my <laughs> yeah, that's Rossi. If you're listening, Chippy, you have his love. But my favourite <laughs> is. Uh, I'm going with the Jordan Love theme as well, but there's a lot of Raiders have uh, have been on it, but uh, it's the it's the RC Forty Five Castrol Honda, iconic green and red colours. Mm. It was in the World Superbikes in like 97 90, It was in the World Superbikes for a few times, like nineteen ninety seven, and uh, yeah, Joey Dunlop was riding on it. Philip McCullum was riding on it. I think Carl Fogarty might even have read with that um, What's what is your favourite one at the minute? Uh,
1: favourite one at the minute. Um, Chips going to hate me because I'm going to choose one as the same one as him. I I've always loved the Repsol Honda in MotoGP, gp it's just it's just such a legendary color scheme i love it
0: yeah i knew you to say that because you were talking about it yesterday but i think it's disgusting i hate it and i'm not <laughs> i'm not just saying that to try and be controversial to try and get some sort of argument in the pod i genuinely don't like it now i get it's iconic if somebody's got a replica and they ride down the road you notice it you know exactly what it is you know the riders that's been on it as it iconic and it'll always stay in my memory but it's disgusting. It's horrible. It looks like my daughter has <laughs> spelt paint all over the floor. It looks like somebody just somebody just went, oh, that'll fucking do. <laughs> Throw paint on it, that'll do. There's like no rhyme or reason to it. It's horrible.
1: Well, that's your opinion, sir.
0: <laughs> well, that is my opinion.
1: But... <laughs> Chippy, is yours reps reptile as well?
2: It is. Well, to be honest, I don't think there's uh, that many nice ones in any paddock at the minute, really. Um... None that i think are gonna be iconic in a few years, so I think it's just a Reps or Honda. And that's always the best one long term. The one I liked recently comic.
0: The one I liked recently, but I think you had to go back to twenty twenty one was VR forty six Sky Team. I think it looked really neat and tidy. Mm-hmm. The sort of nice,
1: yeah, nice it, was, it
0: was the quite black nice, background yeah. and then you had like the, the nice neat sky that was on it. It looked really tidy, I thought
2: enjoyed that mm. yeah it did. i
1: would i would have chose um i was actually wanting to choose uh the Suzuki Alex Rin Suzuki but obviously that's not mo gp anymore is it yeah. so and back um, to the
2: castrol thing i think everything that castrol sponsor looks good they just yeah. seem to make everything look good and if
0: castrol yeah. if you want to sponsor the big big <laughs> the big bake <big>, show <laughs> you can do that as well <laughs> uh, uh one that sticks out for me as uh kevin Swans. Suzuki, the lucky strike, you know. Oh like, yeah, that yeah, strike yeah, on the the lucky yes. right. yeah. That was awesome. Like again, that's just iconic. You see that, it just takes me back to when I was a kid, just loving motorbikes. There's,
1: there's more there, ideas. Rizla, there. Rizla, Suzuki. Yeah, yeah.
0: That was always a really oh, good one. And, uh, Bastianini's Ducati last year, the purple one. I really like that. But I like purple. I, like oh, I didn't
1: like that. No, nah, a... I'm sorry, but a Ducati has to be yellow or red in my. <laughs> no, opinion. I sent
0: you. I sent you a message on the group chat telling you why i liked it because it looked like joyden lop 600 super sport that he rode in 1994 yeah that purple one and that bike is just i see pictures of that that just gives me goosebumps and i saw Bastianini last year on the ducati and it reminded me of that it's not exactly the same but it's just what it's just what it triggered in my mind there's a lot of joyden lop going on here because obviously he was a legend and amazing uh he would have been 71 last week his birthday just passed Shares a birthday with my old man as well, little fun fact there, so uh,
1: that's yeah. why that's why I know. Amazing rider.
0: Yeah. But uh that Dan I- Crone got in touch. If anybody else wants to get in touch, you can do so by emailing us at podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk if you have any comments, any feedback, or if you want to ask any questions and try and get us to start to it, Doesn't need to be bike related if you just want to ask us any sort of question at all just to try and get us talking, give us something else to talk about rather than us just running on and talking bollocks, general BS, you can do that. Feel free again, it's podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk. Uh we've got a Twitter account. Chippy still needs to sort it out because I'm not sure if people can get onto it. But it's the Big Bad BS. So if you go to Twitter and type in the Big Bad BS and you're one of the lucky few who can manage to get to the link, uh, get there. We've also got a Facebook group.
2: What's happened with that?
0: We've got a Facebook group, the Big Bad Bike Show. And we will put the Twitter link onto Facebook as well. Um, we've also got Instagram, you can follow us at the Big uh, so the Big Bad Bike Show, at the Big Bad Bike Show for Instagram. And there's also the Up North Biker if you want to follow Ash. Yeah, you can follow me, have got plenty of bike stuff there on Instagram. Do you want to talk about your nightmare of a ride you had this week Ash? Oh God, yeah, okay then. So, um, as many of you will know,
1: I was speaking about on the last podcast that I've uh, just recently bought a Honda Blackbird. And um, I usually go out on my own riding. Uh, But then a few lads from a bike club I know said, are you coming out for a ride? We're just going through to um, a a nice little village called uh, Avimor. And we're going to go through there, have a coffee and cake, head back, you know, a couple of hours. I thought, yeah. Well, at first I thought, just watch the World Supers. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to go. So went out we had a really good ride out to Aviemore. Uh, first time I've ever met these guys as well. They're all dead sound. And um got to Aviemore, had had coffee and cake. And on the way back, I'd literally got uh, this is Aviemore's about an hour away from where I live. Um got 10 minutes down the road and all of a sudden, we all we all bunched up at the roundabout and we just heard this awful squeaking crunching sound and Every, every one of us was looking down at our bikes as if to say, what is that? And I was thinking, please don't be my bike. Please don't be my bike. <laughs> um, we set off from the roundabout, round the corner, and sod's law, it was my bike. Pulled over, and uh, the lads pulled over with me, thankfully. Uh, turned out it was my back wheel bearing completely shot. So the bike wasn't rideable. Um, got AA cover. So AA, if you're listening, by the way, you've lost a customer, and you're about to find out why. (laughs) Um, Because, bring up the AA. AA. (laughs) Oh God, don't. Do you know what? Go with anybody else other than the AA. I don't care who you go with. There, there'll be more use. They're like a chocolate fire guard of the AA for me in this in this instance. Um, Call them up. You know, uh, it's about quarter past four. And bearing in mind, it's still a pretty chilly up in you know in the Highlands. Um, we're all wearing tinted visors, so two of the lads stayed with me. They said, oh, yeah, we'll be there within the hour with a recovery truck. Super excellent. Cheers, AA. An hour later. What time oh, was yeah. this,
0: What time that at whenever well, they really told you that? So this was at quarter past four. They told me they were sending a recovery truck. I'm laughing because I know it's great.
1: And <laughs> it, gets, it gets to quarter past five, so an hour later, I get a call back. Oh, yeah, he's going to be another hour. <laughs> okay, fine. Two hours, that's not too bad. The other two lads that were with me, though, again, I said, they had tinted visors on. So they said, look, we don't want to be them guys, but we need to head back because the sun is going down and we yeah. won't be able to see where we're going. And plus, yeah. it's illegal to ride with a tinted visor in the dark.
0: They were basically looking at her watch going, oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> but they said to me, if we can get back and get our mate's van, then we'll come back for you if you need us. I thought yeah, do you know what guys? Get yourselves away. I had 10% battery on my phone at this point as well. Um so AA turn up at 10 past 6 just in a transit van. This lad turns up. I said, "Please tell me you've got a bike trailer on the back of that van." <laughs> and he said, "No." I was like, "So why are you here?" I said, like, "I need I said I need recovering. can you change a wheel bearing at the side of the road?" No, I can't. Right, well, can you at least let me sit in your van for 20 minutes and warm up? It's zero degrees out here. And charge my phone a little bit, which he was really, he was dead sound. He understood. Let me do that. Um, he had to go to another job. So I was back out in the cold. Three hours, I was in minus two. Three hours. They were trying to send me a taxi. They didn't even send a taxi guy my location. So this guy is driving up and down a road trying to find me. He didn't even get anywhere near me. He He was miles away. He probably
0: thought he was having a bad day too. Oh, my
1: God. But luckily, so I was out there until half past nine. Half past nine, the lads that I was riding with, two of them turned up in a van with all all the gear to grip my bike. Another guy turned up in a car. He'd brought me a flask of coffee. He'd brought me a sandwich, crisps, got me in a nice warm car. I I honestly could have cried. I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much for coming to get me because the AA told me that the earliest they could recover me was 1 a.m.
0: That's ridiculous.
1: 1 a.m. That is bad. Do you know the AA consider themselves... The fourth emergency service, you've got fire, police, ambulance, then the AA. Well, if you're listening, AA, you're absolutely shite. Um, And uh, the only good thing about the whole thing, even though I was freezing, was when I was sat there on on the barrier at the side of the road, I was looking up at the stars, and all of a sudden, the northern lights tore through the sky in front of my eyes, which was absolutely amazing.
0: Which makes you think, Ash, maybe everything happens for a reason and you were just supposed to be there that night.
1: No, no, it, it happened because it's just me. Everything happens <laughs> to me. Well, <laughs> I just
0: wanted balance to play. You know, there's,
1: my, there's my little
0: rant. There's my little I just wanted want balance, balance the playing field a little bit. I just mentioned that I've needed the AA a couple of times and their service has always been good for me, but obviously you've lost, <laughs> a, you've lost a customer with Ash, but that's what you get when you live in the Highlands. Fuck off. <laughs> Oh, oh! I got an email because so I complained, and I got an email back. They've offered me fifty
1: pounds in a cheque.
0: Cool. Is it a rubber cheque? That's good. Quid. That's good, is it?
2: Oh, <laughs> well, it's better than nothing.
0: That's, that's absolutely shite. It's like it's like a year's uh, it's like a year subscription. It's like a three year subscription, is it not? Uh no. A subscription is fourteen quid a month. No,
1: well,
2: right, so you got a few months for free. You got a few no, months for I'm free, taking
1: yeah. the check, I'm cancelling my service, I'll go with somebody else.
0: Yeah, others are available. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, well, I that, had there's a, my there's my bike experience. I had a bit of a nightmare ride myself, but mine was not because well <laughs> mine was uh, well partly due Negligence. To my, yeah, negligence, <laughs> let's just say, and uh, uh people are going to listen to this and they're just gonna think I'm an idiot. So <clears throat> I've not been on my bike all winter. I've just had it sitting outside with a cover on it. And my old man told me, get one of them trickle feeds, get one of them little trickle battery power things. And I always said, I'm going to get one, I'm going to get one, I'm going to get one. And hey ho, I didn't get one. I didn't pull my finger out of my proverbial fucking ass and I didn't get one. And uh, so (laughs) I had an MOT booked because last week I told you I didn't have an MOT. So I was going to get my MOT. Went to start the bike. I'm about half an hour away from the MOT uh from my house and i go to start the bike and there's just nothing and i'm like oh fuck my bike's not gonna start so one of the things that's put me off buying a bike and getting my license is because you inevitably have to ride around in a 125 with l plates on and the older you get Mm -hmm. the older you get the sort of more you've got that stigma of being an older guy with a 125 and l plates on it kind of looks like a midlife crisis But then the longer you put it off, you're only going to get older and older until you're almost 40 and you think, I'm going to pull my finger out. Now, add to that scenario, this almost 40-year-old man with his 125 outside his house, pushing his 125, trying to bump start it. (laughs) Like Midlife crisis was was definitely on the forefront. But... uh, I eventually got my bike started but it was at the end of the road just as it started and it kind of went away from me as a car was coming and I had to squeeze all my brakes and my clutch to try and get stopped <laughs> and I just was like, oh my god, this is horrible and I hadn't read it in months so I was almost like relearning how to ride it all over again, uh, got on down the road, <laughs> got into the middle of town, going through town <laughs> And there was a set of traffic lights and it was like a comedy. I got to the traffic lights and then I stalled my bike and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Luckily, I started without me having to bump it again. But it started, and it, just as I took off, it was getting closer and closer. And then the lights went red, and I just gunned it, and I was like, "Wee!" And the way it went, and I kind of just waved at the traffic behind me, like, "Sorry, we've <laughs> been sitting there for ages behind me while I fumbled with my bike trying to get it started again. Oh, it was a nightmare! And then I got it to the MOT centre, and the guys just—it passed its MOT, but they picked it apart. They were like, "Your tires Mark, are done? If you- <laughs> like your tires are too flat. Yeah, cheers." we'll pump them up <laughs> your left indicator your left rear indicator is hanging out and i said like, yeah cool can you put it back in again yeah we can do that and they're like oh your bike's not your bike will pass mot but it's not in a good way and i'm like well that's why i brought it to a garage mate because you're going to make it good for me but yeah i had a bit of a nightmare ride myself but it doesn't sound anywhere as bad as yours that's for sure
1: when you were when you were explaining it like all i could think of i don't know if you've ever watched uh the comedy some Mothers do have them with frank yeah. spencer yeah there's one. There's an episode where he's a delivery driver on a one two five, and he goes through a construction site. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen, and that's all I can imagine with you on that bike, being just Frank Spencer.
0: Yeah, you know my you know my attitude though. It's usually just I didn't really care. I'll just bumble it on and get on with
1: it. You, no, your attitude is the same as Chippy's. I'll just pay a man to do it.
0: Well, I don't know what <laughs> I'm oh, doing. is, is yeah. that politically correct. Sometimes I'll pay a person. Sometimes I pay a woman <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they can why, do things. That's why I go out and work. I go out and work so I can make money, so I can pay for things to happen. I don't know why I do with more bikes. I pay somebody else to do it for me. You're just a tight. Well, if you just, just
1: if you just fuck. learn to do it yourself, I'm not tight. Have I learned to do I'm, it myself? You are. Have I learned to do as it we've myself? I've explained. I'll... Go ahead. As I've explained, you two uh, you're really good with your words, you little intellectuals, but you ain't
0: practical. I have never been called never been called an intellectual before. <laughs> and
2: I well, Sorry. You
0: know, I'm good with words and grammar. Yeah, but you can't fix kitchen scene, <laughs> can
2: you? I,
0: I put a shelf in my kitchen and I sent you a uh, picture of it's it. It's falling down. It's not fallen down. <laughs> and it's still up. And I put a fucking cat flap on my back door as well. And the cat's still alive. (laughs) I've done lots of practical things by myself. I do lots of things by myself. Yes, because you still have your cat. (laughs) Yeah, I still have my cat. But yeah, riding my bike the other day, I hadn't read it in ages. I've been out on it a few times since and I've got to grips with it again. But riding it the other day because I hadn't read it in months and it really did take me a bit of time to get used to it again. I'm sure seasoned riders probably don't have that they probably just get in their bike and they feel comfortable with it straight away but for me riding that bike made me really appreciate all the guys who are taking themselves to the grid at at the weekends to go racing it made me really appreciate what they're doing because I know last week and moving forward we might sound like we're being a little bit critical of riders and saying we don't think he's or she's going to do much, we don't think they'll be very good and it kind of it kind of raises the question, like, what gives me, especially, what gives me the authority to, to say that about somebody? But at the end of the day, we're just fans trying to base our opinion. But, yeah, after... <clears throat> After that ride the other day, I'm, I've, it gave me a lot of appreciation for what they're actually doing. Because everybody, oh, yeah. everybody <laughs> that takes themselves to the grid, whether it be World Super Bikes, World Super Sport, MotoGP, or even like road racing, or even club club level, anybody that takes themselves to the grid to go racing around, they're, they're amazing riders. and are fantastic, and uh, you know I hold my hands up to them. Yeah, but I mean,
1: it, it, even even if I haven't ridden in a while. It does take some getting used to. Like, when I got that Blackbird, the bike I had before was a 300, so I got on it, started it up to literally just ride it into the garage. I nearly put it through the freaking garage door. (laughs) Because it was just like, it was just instant power. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's... um, if anybody it does take some getting
0: used to. Yeah. If anybody else has a nightmare ride that they want to share with us, or any sort of riding experience, or getting broke down, or if they want to, you know, big up the riding community around where they're at, who's helped them out, or any sort of story at all that you think would be would be good in this show, just uh, just email us at that podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk. Send us an email, tell us your story, we'll read it out on the show, uh, we'll give you a mention, uh, and. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, we look forward to it, because like we said, we want to build a community, we want everybody to get involved, and uh, we'll move into the way we actually started this podcast, looking at the bikes that happened at the weekend. We all well, watched
1: it. it was uh, very good racing at the weekend.
0: I'll admit, I'll be honest, I tried to record them all, because I wasn't staying up until two in the morning to watch them, and I thought I had recorded the super sport and when i turned the super sport on it started with only four laps remaining and i was like you bastard!" <laughs> so i did see the end of the first super sport race but you guys are going to have to talk me through it because i didn't watch it all of it
1: well when you say talk you through it i'm not going to give you every little detail but <laughs> it was wet um,
0: i want every little detail <clears throat> yeah i know it was wet there was a red flag was well, that because it
2: was because the uh, well the, the race was on. Someone had a crash. Yeah, if I remember rightly, they all came back in, and then they kept going back out. Was this the race where they kept going back out and they kept doing sighting laps and they kept uh, yeah sighting laps and and, the, and
1: and then they then they ended up changing tires and then changing back tires yeah. and the laps yeah, just was kept it. getting shorter and shorter. So it, it was yeah. supposed to be carry on as a fourteen lap race, and it ended up being like eleven or something, didn't it? it, <laughs> like something, didn't
0: it? <laughs> but it was but I'm, it was really really good. It was really with, good. Trying to, and, to deal um, with the conditions, though. Imagine being a Imagine being clerk of the course with a close steward and trying to make decisions and trying to deal with that. Mm. that yeah, it it must it was
1: it was an absolute cluster, but it was all because of the weather. It was so intermittent, and usually at Phillip Island, it's not too bad that type of year, time of year. Oh, it's, but it's, for some reason, it was just all over the place.
0: Yeah, it has, it has had a few spells of rain now and again. You go to Australia and you think it's going to be sunny. What the fuck's going on in Australia? Stop oh. raining. When when I when I went to
1: Australia, I thought it was going to be red dust everywhere. I landed in Melbourne and it was absolutely pissing down the rain. Yeah, me too. I, and I was like, I landed. I, all I did, I took shorts and t-shirt. That's all I took. I got there. It was like seven degrees. I was freezing.
0: I landed. <laughs> I had to go straight to a shop and buy a lot of clothes. I landed in Sydney. Same thing. I Had a set of three-quarter lengths on. I was walking up and down the street. You could literally smell Qantas off me. Uh, like everybody could just smell the plane. <laughs> like, That's guys not from around here. And I was like, "What, right? We haven't had enough." But the um... but the Rias back to the Rias. It was a good result for John McPhee. Honestly, yeah. like John McPhee,
1: it was his fir- it was his obviously his first race in the wet, and I'll be honest. Uh, From obviously last week's show as well, I thought John McPhee's not going to do a lot. I thought he's going to he's going to get knocked off, or he's going to put it. He's going to be on his side, but and he even I think he qualified like seventeenth.
0: Yeah, seventeenth. And then he he was like he was just there, and I'm thinking, who is this guy? And he he did so well. Whenever I I whenever I did actually turn on and tune in, he was in second place, and uh, I seen I seen the squeezed into
1: first as well.
0: Yeah, you were saying that. I seen the weather. I seen the rain. I seen John McPhee in second. Obviously, we know that if it hadn't have been raining, he wouldn't have been up there. But it, but it, it was raining, and everybody else has to deal with the conditions. And he dealt with it a lot better than than other riders, obviously. And uh, like they say, yeah. it makes it a level a level playing field whenever it's, whenever the rain comes out because like all your all your electronics or all, all your setup, and your bike just goes out the window, and it's just who's who can hold on and. He's got the biggest balls to ride rain the fastest.
1: He's got two big yeah. Scottish balls by the looks of it.
0: <laughs> well, I hope he can keep it up. I hope that gives him some confidence, and he can move forward and and uh, and do well in the championship. Because I'd like to see it. I'd like to see him doing well. We just want rain
2: every week now. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, it's yeah. too much messing about with the rain. I hate it when yeah, it but it
2: the Brits do well in the rain. Taz McKenzie did well. He finished like fifth, didn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah Taz McKenzie did do really well, yeah. So, who won the race?
2: Uh, it was at Belega, wasn't it? But, yeah, but, I don't yeah, know it was. yeah. Niccolo, yeah. He won both supersport races for Ducati.
0: Did anybody have him uh, down yeah. as their uh, title hope?
2: But we no. never actually seen World Super Sport.
0: No, we didn't do World Supersport.
1: Did we not do World Supersport? No, because you, you <laughs> said in you said in the, in the podcast you said oh, we won't do World Supersport because 'cause we're doing Moto Moto GP, Motor Two, moto Three and uh and World Super, so we'll leave Super Sport out.
0: All right, well I'm going belagos. I have
1: listened to the <laughs> podcast back about seven times, so I know it pretty much word for word.
2: <laughs> That's why yeah. our views are so good. It's just because Ash keep listening to it. Yeah, that's why we get so good.
1: <laughs> I, <even laughs> I listened to it as well on the way uh, on the way to Yorkshire as well. Well, I had yesterday. to listen to it when I was editing it. So
2: sad.
0: I can't say that word, probably. Editing it. Whenever I was doing the edit, I had to listen to it. And then after that, I was like, I do not want to listen to this again. Just get it on YouTube. Get it out of my face. What about the World Superbikes? Just stay up to watch World it. World Superbikes.
1: Or? Or did you? No nah, I, I did the same as you. I watched it on uh,
0: Discovery Plus. I think uh, Chippy did the same, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I watched it the next morning.
0: Yeah, Ash, you were really yeah. excited. You kept texting me, sending me messages, or sending us messages about how good this race is, and can't wait to talk about it. Well, and... I,
1: I, yeah, I know. I was like, "Come on, can you and watch it so I can sh- chat about it?" Because yeah, we've, really we've... done that, we've got this rule where we're not allowed to talk about the race until everyone's watched it because Chippy's a little bitch about it so yeah
2: because I don't want to know the result and if you're like oh it's a class race then it, it just ruins it No, um but yeah so on hard. on the world
1: supers though uh can I just say Jonathan Ray was just he was amazing yeah. um for any of them, anybody that didn't watch it uh he had uh he got water in his uh, electronics on the Kawasaki which actually deactivated his uh, quick shifter, and um, but the the traction control was still working. But that works in coordinate with the quick shifter. What a quick shifter does is it eliminates the um, the use of having to use your uh, clutch, your clutch lever to pull it in every time. You can just blip up and down as much as you like. So he was able to stick with um, Alvaro Bautista by actually just normal classic shifting. You could see what he was doing. Punching.
0: You could you could see you could see his right hand on the yeah. throttle going back and forward every time yeah, he wanted Yeah, you could see him off.
1: shutting off the throttle, changing the gear, but the problem was the traction control was still trying it was still it was trying to fight with him because it was it's it's designed to work with the quick shifter. Yeah. So he's there doing his own thing and the back wheels thinking what the hell are you doing? But then and you the watch the fact that he was able to keep up with him was amazing but then you watch race,
2: race 2 that, if, uh...
0: no you watch race Sorry. 2 if you watch race 2 when it's dry and you see that he struggled to stick up with the leaders and he was fallen back, you think even with water and, and the electronics was it still better for him to have rain where he could finish second because ever it had it been a dry race, would he would he even have got second? Would have been back in sixth or seventh again?
1: Maybe, maybe.
0: So maybe even mm. though even though he had problems, it still maybe was like a. But like, well, that type of skill, you just you can't
1: teach someone. It's just experience. Yeah. Well, I can he'd really have
2: control. won that if. Uh... If if his uh, electronics were working.
0: Yeah, if his electronics would have worked. Uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, and uh, and the rain, if his electronics would have been working, he would have won it. But what I'm saying is if it had been a dry race, he wouldn't have won it. Yeah. So even nah. though you say the rain helped him win, it was also the rain getting into the electronics. And you might think, well, a dry race, he would have won it. I don't think he would have won it with a dry race. I think race two showed us, showed us like, there was no rain in race two. Race two gave us an opportunity to see just how far ahead the Ducatis are, and fuck me, they're far ahead. They're miles ahead. Like, the bi- really bikes are incredible. I don't know why I go as far as say it because it's silly, but I almost feel like I could win a fucking championship in the Ducati. It was fly- <laughs> It was phenomenal. Obviously not. Be like Go gosh. from his YBR one two five to a of garlic I'd be, like, I'd be putting it through the garage door. He. That's what I'd do <laughs> <laughs> on a V four. Just like, yeah, I am going to
2: win,
0: boys. <laughs> but he won them YouTube videos really the vehicle, cool No, but they are crazy and seeing fast.
2: They really are. Yeah, on board a Ducati because the thing is, it doesn't take any skill to be fast in a straight line. Any rider, you can stick them on Ducati and they can be fast in a straight line. I it, it it just annoys me. It's it's I'm just Ducati. Yeah. Uh, it, there's always going to be one team that's got the best bike, but they are so far ahead. Didn't they finish like ten seconds ahead of the next uh, and the next the manufacturer? Yeah,
0: I believe it was. Yeah. But you know there's, who um, just so far ahead? Do you know who didn't do as well as I thought they were going to do? Petrucci. I know it's only his first World Superbike race, but you watch you watch a few years ago whenever Batista came from. MotoGP anti-world superbikes. he jumped in that Ducati and he just destroyed everybody in his first race and it was maybe naive of me but I thought Petrucci was going to jump in the Ducati and I thought he was going to be Batista's biggest uh, rival on the track to be honest but he was obviously the first day there was rain so that might have changed things but even when it was dry Petrucci was you nowhere to be seen when it came to like at the front I was very surprised yeah. by that I was expecting more of a more of a challenge from him, yeah. but hopefully he'll get there because he's my prediction for the for the year. Hopefully he can uh, get to get to grips with the bike and work with a work with the team and sort his bike out and get up the front because I think it'd be a lot better. Because even though the Ducatis are far ahead, Bautista seems to be the one that's even farther ahead. Of everybody, it's just going to be boring.
1: Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's just he's checking out every time, and he really.
0: But um, to be honest, I wasn't complaining whenever Johnny Ray was winning six titles in a row. No. So. <laughs> So we can't no, really okay, exactly can't really say anything bad about the D3. just a phenomenal rider and a phenomenal bike. So um,
1: I tell you what, though, Tom Sykes had an absolute mare. I know, like it bre- just kept breaking down. Is on um, that Pachetti? Was it Pachetti K- Kawasaki's on? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Guess, yeah. It just kept breaking down, and I felt so it took sorry it for him. Yeah. Yeah. Broke down
2: three times and then crashed in the last race. Every,
1: every
0: race it was like, oh, Tom Sykes has gone into the pits. I and was it wasn't like, even oh, that long. No. I hadn't even seen that long into the race. It was like nine or ten laps and he was on the pits. Yeah. yeah, in the pits.
1: But then the other the other um, Kawasaki, who was riding the other Kawasaki?
0: Lowe's. Pachetti.
1: Yeah, and he, he, no, the Pachetti one. He, he, that, that, bike was, that bike was fine. I know that, that one was fine. But obviously, um, yeah, Tom Sykes just had an absolute mare and I feel really sorry for him.
0: Yeah, I felt really sorry for Tom Sykes. I felt sorry for him too, because I know we mentioned last week that we didn't think he was going to do much. Because he, yeah. In terms of the season, we didn't think he was going to do much. I still thought he would have been, you know, maybe like, I thought he'd been riding with the best of the rest, you know what I mean? I expect him to be like, at some point in the race, maybe to be challenging for like 6th, 7th, 8th. At some point, but then got, te- to see- got but- technical issues. You got technical issues, didn't you? But then to see him every race going out, and then whenever he did crash in the third race, that uh, it wasn't even his fault, really. Like he must have been so pissed no. off. You imagine yeah. his head would have went. How frustrated he must have been going out race three. Well, race two, but it's if you count the sprint race, race three, going <laughs> out and <laughs> going out and just again knowing that there's been a problem, and his head just went. I imagine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't want him to become like the 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 John McPhee of Moto Three, in World Supers.
0: Yeah, Just, I really don't yeah. want that to happen. But terrible bike, frustrated, crashing all the time.
1: Well, I don't know. Obviously, the the bike obviously was technically bad, but I think he'll do better on that Kawasaki than he would ever have done on the BMW.
0: And the other Kawasaki rider was Connick
1: Hmm. Well, he had no problems.
0: Well, he hadn't finished the first race. So he must have had some problems.
1: I think that was... He must have had an off then because he, I don't think he rode into the pits.
0: It just says retired on the site because I'm looking at my... what well, I pushed it on Twitter. It uh, said... He completed
2: 11 laps.
0: Oh. And then what No, happened? he didn't. Did he crash he, or did he pull He did that bit out. Did he crash or did he... No,
2: he finished. last <laughs> behind, but it doesn't say how. All right. How he finished. It
0: just says he retired. He's a check rider. So, yeah. So, well, there has bikes having problems as well. So maybe... But he didn't do that much better than, than Tom Sykes. Uh, with the Kawasaki's as well, Alex Lowe's crashed in race two and um, race three. And I know... He was doing so well. I know, like, uh, again, we kind of thought Alex Lowe's, he, he's maybe likely to crash a lot because... But I was listening to an interview with Alex Lowe's and last year, I think it was testing, r- racing, qualifying, he only crashed six times a whole year. So he's not really a prominent crasher. Uh, but it got me to thinking, race two. I was watching that, and you've got Johnny Ray, who's still a phenomenal rider, still hungry, six time world champion. And he was struggling, struggling just to get what sixth or seventh is that where he got at the end of the race? Now, you think about Johnny Ray. Now, I don't know if this is right, I don't know if this is true. I don't look at contracts, I don't read contracts, I don't look at the nuance of what's going on. This is just me thinking. But Johnny Ray, six-time world champion, he's been amazing for Kawasaki. He could get a ride anywhere, basically, because he'd bring in the money just from just from merchandise. If he's riding around in his Kawasaki, I'm not saying he's not trying, but he, in a way, can afford to finish seventh. Because if he can finish seventh, he can walk in and say, your bike's crap, you need to fix your bike. And next year, he can still get a ride. For Alex Lowe's, mm-hmm. if Alex Lowe's doesn't finish... In the top 10. And let's be honest, if Johnny Ray's struggling to finish 7th, why should Alex Lowe's not struggle to finish 7th or 8th? But can Alex, is Alex Lowe's in the position where he can walk in and say, that's bike's crap? Because if, if he doesn't finish, if he do, if he's not up racing for the lead and racing at the top, are other manufacturers going to give him a ride? Is Kawasaki going to mm. keep him on? So there's maybe more pressure on him because he he can't just finish seventh like Johnny Ray can because like I said Johnny Ray's next time world champion he's kind of got he's got a bit of a cushion as, as where he can you know he can have a, a, a bad season or two yeah so basically what I'm going what, to say is Alex Lowe's is maybe just riding the wheels off the thing just pushing it beyond its limits even to get well, he was do doing
1: it. so well he was yeah. riding really really well and he was up there
0: and then it was
1: just it's just Disaster. Yeah, yeah but it's like just I racing. Said, I suppose. But but I say he's
0: just pushing that bike beyond its limits because the Kawasaki like, is just not that fast. Yeah, but it's not
1: always about the bike. It's about the rider as well.
0: I know, but like I said, you got Johnny Ray finishing seventh. Alex Lewis. Mm-hmm. He's. I'm not saying. But then, yeah.
1: but then I, I, Johnny's been riding that bike for a long time.
0: Yeah, I know, but.
1: And also, they have just uh, this year's uh, Kawasaki engine is uh, all brand new electronics as well. So. But how long's
0: has Lowe's been on it? He's been on it f- three or four years.
1: Not as long as Johnny, though.
0: I know that, but still, he's still been on it a fair few years. I just think that, mm. uh, I just think he yeah, gave him a bye ball for he's crashing over the weekend because he's obviously riding the winds off the thing just to try and stay with the front runners.
1: Maybe, but, but hopefully next race he'll. Uh... I don't know. Maybe at least fine-tune it, off. yeah.
0: I like the Lowe's brothers. I always want to see them doing well.
1: Yeah, they are good. I do like them as
2: well. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Um.
1: A, good... a one one uh, that I, sorry, one that I did really enjoy watching, and I think he is definitely uh, he's my one to watch now for the for the World Supers. Ikela LaQuona on the Honda, mm-hmm. number seven. He is hungry on the Honda.
0: Yeah, but I don't think he can do much he, with the Honda. I no, don't know he, not yeah, do you know what I just I really
1: enjoyed watching him because he was just pushing that Honda as, as far as he could and he was keeping up with
0: the rest of the pack um, yeah but you're never I really enjoyed watching unless it rains I can't see him even winning a race in the Honda the last person maybe to do, not the last person to do anything really in the Honda was what Johnny Ray there was was it was it Selvan Guantoli did he win a championship and then he went to the Honda and just went backwards because he was on the Honda Bautista, he mm-hmm. won. He he did all right in Jakarta, and he went to the Honda, and again just went backwards. If Laquona can get something yeah. out of it, I just thought he was right.
1: Just the way he was riding, I thought he was really really good, yeah. and I enjoyed watching him. Yeah, um, and I hope he does do better. I do. So do I. I like the Honda. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll keep I'm an eye a out bias for
0: us when it comes to Honda. We'll keep an eye out for him and see how he's getting on. Anything else to take from the weekend's yes. race? Anything else you enjoyed? Oh, do you know what I did enjoy about the weekend's race? Do you know what I did enjoy? When I first turned on the World Superbike and there splat in front of me in the big yellow cart was a, a food cart that said baked potatoes on it. Baked potato. Yeah, sent me... it's <laughs> jacket potatoes. Everybody knows you even sent You even but, uh, sent me a
2: message. Uh, it's awesome.
0: At least a Australian. <laughs>
2: When I first met Sam, I was scared of him, and this is like the first memory I've got is him having a rant about jacket potatoes. Just Who was he having a with? Just, just himself. <laughs> he was just there shouting about baked potatoes and jacket potatoes, and I was like, I'm, this guy's off his head, I am scared of him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, first, the first time I met Sam He moved in next door to me I went into the garden And he's balancing a chair on his chin I've never met the guy He's in the garden Walking up and down With, with a chair balancing on his chin Next thing I know I go in to get a beer To hand it over the fence to him To sort of say hello And I, he's doing a handstander Across the garden Walking <laughs> on his hands like, Who is this guy? You've got to entertain the kids somehow Man but then I noticed he had a Valentino Rossi Yamaha T-shirt on, and I was like, oh, do you drink beer? And it was like, yeah. I was like, we're going to get on just fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: I ever since. Just bikes and beer. Well, I can't wait for the Moto GPs, oh. don't. to start. World yeah. bikes is good. I mean, that, mm. and when it's I good. seen that post um, yeah. about Danny
1: Pedrosa, 26 days, I was like, oh, Danny Pedrosa. Yeah, I know he's on a KTM, and he's just obviously a wild card, but
0: oh, I can't wait to see him back on the track. yeah. Uh, before we go into the next race coming up, do you want to give us a little lowdown on the news, Chippy? Yeah, Chippy, let's do some bongs. All
2: right, uh, to... give us a bong.
0: Do you have bong. to get a bong? bong. Yeah, well, it's our oh, thing.
2: Get me... <laughs> get me a bong sorted on the little sound thing, then you won't have to do it no, until but then. No, if I get a
0: bong, bong sorted, it means I'm going to have to do the edit and put a bong in every time before you start telling the news story, and I'll have to cut it and clip it and stick it in. Fuck that you added
2: well, to do that i give you a bong right. honda will have to wait until the indonesian round of the world supersport to find out if any points they won at philip island and mandalika will count due to logistical and customs issues honda could be at risk of losing any world supersport points scored at both philip island and mandalika after failing to present its engine and other parts before the homologation deadline i can't say that word
0: i never heard of that word uh, before this weekend
2: no, I always thought it was scrutineering, but maybe that's something different. Yeah, well, I would have thought it'd be uh, scrutineering. Yeah. Anyway, the FIM granted a waiver to allow him to compete in World Supersport once all the other manufacturers agreed. So
0: all the other manufacturers. And I well. All the other manufacturers have agreed. Then they let them race, but they're still. Yes. But they still. Ma- Taz finished fifth. But T- Taz might- McKenzie
2: finished fifth. He was uh, twenty kilometres an hour down on everybody else.
0: But they still might take points off them
2: uh if it doesn't get sorted before the deadline apparently oh, those so, points all right, so the
0: manufacturers have all agreed that yeah but they the, shouldn't even be talking about no taking but what points they've agreed on. what they've agreed is you've now you got a deadline to get it sorted and if you don't get it sorted, oh yeah fair enough yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so i think they're saying if you do, if yeah. you don't get it sorted by this point you're taking the piss
2: well they will do that, will not
0: they
1: i mean it cost will well they're not going to want to lose them points no
0: yeah, that homo- mm. homologation, I'd never heard of that until the weekend. And then it was all like, oh, homologation, Johnny Ray and his homologation. Fucking hell. And it's, now it's like a buzzword going around the paddock. Maybe maybe they have said it before and I just yeah. never picked up on it, but it's like one of them new words. It's mm. like when you first heard about an epidemiologist. Fuck, let's not go there. Jesus. Right.
2: Bong. <laughs> right. The motorcycle union of Ireland Ulster Centre has set up a GoFundMe page to try and raise funds to pay for the insurance costs that we covered last week they're asking fans to dig deep to help them save the road racing season so far people have donated almost eighty eight thousand pounds toward the three hundred thousand pound goal
0: yeah yeah, yeah. and uh,
2: so I'm we, it, uh, on the group later on yeah we, uh, once we this will, has been out.
0: yeah we'll put that onto our Twitter facebook we'll put it out there please dig deep give money try and get the racing going and Northern Ireland Uh, it annoys me that it's come to this it's annoying because what other sport they well we talked about this last week other sports you pay to go and watch the sport and that contributes to you know funding the sport and you don't necessarily have to pay anything to go and watch road racing but I just you can't you can't do that year in year out we can't do that we can't put together three hundred thousand pounds and then next year be like all right put your hands in your pockets again and let's try and get the racing going and at some point somebody an investor or the government or somebody's going to have to step in and try and sort something out it's a popular sport in northern Ireland. if they if they don't want to if they don't want to do if, or if they want to go down the road of you know getting rid of road racing then fucking sort out the tracks sort out fucking Mandela Park or Bishop's Court or whatever, you know, extend them, make them better tracks to try and attract like imagine MotoGP coming to Ireland, that would be fucking class. But you're nothing like that's ever gonna happen unless you fix a track up. But I know the argument is we're not gonna invest in that because you like road racing so much. But if you're not gonna fucking invest in road racing then invest in a track. Anyway, I could do a whole podcast. Yeah, just... well, this podcast is clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did not know what <laughs> I not know what I was doing last week. I just had to clean and put it an Apple Podcast. Sorry, Apple Podcast. You may have offended people. This one won't be clean. <laughs> Obviously not. Yeah, I could do a whole podcast on how I feel about the Irish road racing and. Oh, but yeah, that's just a, a snap at how I feel. Sorry, chap. You go ahead. Continue your news. Bong. Bong.
2: From July, BT Sport will be known as TNT. The BT and Warner Brothers joint venture was formed in September last year, and they announced plans to combine BT Sport and Eurosport UK. BT Sport subscribers already have free access to Discovery+, Plus, which gives them the ability to stream Eurosport live and catch up on any Eurosport programs you might have missed. From what I can work out, uh, it's going to be good news for bike fans because it means MotoGP, World Superbike, and BSB is all going to be under the same umbrella, meaning only one subscription is needed to watch all the bikes. Uh, and I've personally used the Discovery Plus app. It's not the slickest platform, but it's all right. Uh, and it's handy if World Superbike and BSB on her at the same time because, say, they're showing World Super Sport 300. I'd rather watch something like the British Talent Cup. So you can just watch that one and then catch up on the World Super Sport 300 after. Um, I think it's quite good. It's quite good news, I think. It's literally just a name change that from BT to TNT. And I'm guessing Eurosports TNT as well. Yeah,
0: it's basically going to be your motorbike app, isn't it? That's it.
2: If you're with EE, uh, they're also partnered with BT, so you can get some good deals. Uh, I mean, I was with BT, and I managed to get a good deal on my EE, but Ash uh, needed some way of watching the bikes to do this podcast, and he's with EE, and you got some sort of deal to watch I BT did. and Eurosport and everything.
1: I did, but they messed
0: me about. Here we go again. Poor
2: Ash <laughs> getting messed about
1: by
0: some morning. messed me they... around. BT or EE, I mess... whoever I messaged, messaged them. Me purash <laughs> try to make up these excuses look, look, i'm from know.
1: i'm from yorkshire i like to get a good deal all right it's how it is it's how <laughs> we are a month.
2: how much a month to watch the uh Motor gp world Superbikes, bikes british uh bikes and you get all like the football and everything on it as well you get the boxing
1: yeah, whatever else you get, you i don't watch get
0: leeds play on there so, Leeds is on Skype. Well, that's mode, crap, can't. He wants to watch them. that's another the story. Anyway, <laughs> let's not talk about football.
2: People will be cursing us if we oh. start talking about football. Do yeah. you have any more news? You seem to be less relegated. One more. Yeah.
0: One more. Bong.
2: Bong. Bong. Right. Something on this last week was Michael Laverty's Vision Track racing team will gain to MotoGP backing in the 2023 European Talent Cup. The team will continue to field 2022 British Talent Cup champion Johnny Garness in the class, he will also be trying to defend his title in the british talent cup in 2023 his european talent cup teammate would be casey o'gorman who was a 2021 british talent cup champion he's already been promoted into the red bull rookies as a Dorna-selected selective rider and finished last season in eighth what this basically means uh is a link for johnny garness to go from european talent cup to red bull rookies in the future so it's quite a good uh quite a good backing to have
0: yeah that's good it's just good
2: for the british British motorbikes. Yeah, anything, anything that's that
0: good. anything that involves us ending up with a British rider, possibly getting to the MotoGP is always a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, all for it. It's, it's nice watching it. the MotoGP, and uh, uh, I love watching it. But whenever there's a British rider in there, even if you know they're not going to win the championship, when there's a British rider in MotoGP, it just makes it all the better. I can remember, yeah, my emotions whenever Carl Crutchlow eventually won a MotoGP. I was beside myself. My wife even walked over to me, and she was. Tap tapped me on the shoulder and she was like, Sam, are you okay? And I was like, we just won a MOGP. I was like, "Oh, it was amazing just to see <laughs> a British lad won a GP." It was so fucking happy. It was really happy. So the more Bretts we can get in there, the better. Yeah. Is that? Is that I mean, it's Johnny
2: Garmester's class.
0: Yeah. No, we'll look
2: and, he's, and he's from Devon as well.
0: Devon, probably. Oh, hello, I'm from Devon. No, oh, I put cr-
1: cream on my scone before jam.
2: Well, of course, That's the right way to do it. Anyway, that's the end of the news. But anyway, that's
1: the news. Very good.
0: We can we can debate fucking cheese and jam and cream whatever some other time. We'll <laughs> be here all night if we start that fucking hell. If uh, if you have any yeah. preference to your jam and cheese or cheese and cream and cream and jam whatever, uh, email <laughs> email podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk and let us know what you think and. Uh, We can start an argument about it online (laughs) on the podcast later on. (laughs) Uh, So that was uh, Australia World Superbikes that was last week. And usually, once Australia happens, there's quite a gap until the next race. But this year, it's slightly different. So it's going from Australia straight the next week. It's going to Indonesia, which, as good as it is, We had a little bit of a problem this week. We were hoping to record on Monday. There was problems. We couldn't record on Monday. We've had to leave it till Wednesday. And then because there's a race coming up the next week, it seems like a big rush. So as good as it is, if it had been a two week gap, we could have prepared a little better. But anyway, we've got a race coming up. It's not Thailand, it's Indonesia, isn't it? I thought it was Thailand, but it's Indonesia.
2: Yes. So
0: does that mean it's going to be it's going to be another dodgy time then, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be another dodgy time. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's called in the morning. To the best of my knowledge, if I can pronounce it, the Pertamina Mandalika International Street Circuit. I'm not saying that. It again. Sounds yeah. sensual. <laughs> anyway, it's Indonesia. Uh, I can imagine Indonesia is going to be humid. It's going to be wet. Maybe what? not even. <laughs> Maybe not raining, but you know, it reminds me of a sort of place that might be partial. Moist. To, yeah, it might be, yeah, it might be moist, might be partial <laughs> to a bit of rain every now and again, depending on what type of year it is. I'm not really up on my geography when it comes to Indonesia, but is it not quite tropical and it can rain quite a bit? So fuck knows what we're going mm. to get. We might get another wet race. John McPhee might actually win one if it starts raining. Johnny Ray might have a chance to beat the Ducatis if it starts raining. Uh, but who knows? It might just be blisteringly fucking hot.
2: Yeah, move well, on rain.
0: Get your BT or get your B- BBC fucking weather app out and look to see what Indonesia is going to be at the weekend. I we don't know how you do that now, but if you are listening to this at home, you can you can do that and get. You're an gonna get loads.
1: some. Uh, I'm gonna
0: get some bleeps for Sam swearing. I think. I'm editing. I'll, I'm not bleeping. Now. I'm not going to make it clean this time. I'm, never, I'm not, not going to write it clean. I'm trying not to swear. I'm doing my best. I was so pissed off before this podcast. <laughs> The reason we couldn't record on Monday, I'm not gonna go into it, but it was it was an issue that I had and oh it annoyed me so much. I was raging. The grip chat was just undecipherable for really for like, and hardly. Yeah. And uh, Indonesia, is it still just the uh, super sports and world superbikes? So we're not gonna uh to- don't think the sp 300
1: is coming in until europe i don't think yeah and the superstar well. let me check let and me
2: check stock, yeah schedule world Superbike, world super sport that's all we got yeah
0: so are they not as yeah. a superstock and 300s so are they going to go to america or are they going to go to are they just doing europe is it just like a european cup even though they call it a world cup or a world champion uh
2: argentina it's just uh world Superbike and world super sport
0: Right, so they're not going to Argentina, which would assume they're only going to do the European rounds. But there's still one to be confirmed. There's still a round that's to be confirmed. Imola. I'm sure it's Imola.
2: Yeah, 22 hours ago it was confirmed uh, it's going to be in Imola.
0: So that's after Donington Park?
2: That's between Donington Park and uh, the Czech round.
0: Donington Park is like the 5th of July, and then Imola is going to be the 16th of July. That's us looking forward to the next race that's coming in Indonesia, hopefully that will be another cracker race I'm hoping it's going to be dry the whole weekend I can't, like actually it's Wednesday now so it's only going to be another full day before it starts I'm looking forward to it, I'm buzzing already yeah. I love it whenever bikes just come week in week out, you just one week and that's why it's so good when the MotoGP starts because you've got MotoGP and then maybe they take a two week gap but in between it you've got British Superbikes and World Superbikes oh yes
2: well, well, before we get to it, sorry, we have got a three-week gap after this uh, after this weekend where I there's know, no
0: racing on. We have a three-week. There's a three-week racing gap, but we don't want to take a three-week gap. And this is why anybody that's listening, send us in some questions to podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk. Send us in some questions or some things to talk about, and uh, or anything you want to know about us or about what we do with our bikes, or we've already explained it, not very much. Can't even fucking start my bike. Uh, yeah, but any questions about the podcast or about us or anything you want to highlight about what you like about bikes or any nightmare story, nightmare stories or rides, anything at all, and then we can talk about it because we're going to need to try and fill, fill a podcast for the next three weeks with some content. But, uh, yeah, because we are... Well, if anyone's interested, next podcast I will be
1: doing my uh, review on the Honda CRF300L and the 300L Rally. If anyone's interested in
0: that. And I don't know if it's going to go ahead this next week. It might be the following week. Or I don't know what sort of state it's in. But we were planning to do a... Where Where are we this week? Where one of us goes for a ride in the bike. And we take a picture and you have to guess where we're at. I
2: Actually, was going to do that. Adam. I
1: was going to do that. But... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as we know, I kind of had a bit of a breakdown. Yeah, uh, so once I've got my wheel bearing fixed and I've got the wheel back in and everything, I'll, and then,
0: I'll start doing that. And then you told everybody where you were, so you can't even use the picture.
1: Well, I didn't. I only took one picture because obviously I was going to take a picture on the way back because the sun was setting, it would look really nice, but no, I just it died instead. Um, before we carry on, do you want to give the result, Chippy, of the Who Am I?
2: I can do that. Uh, so, the clues last week were, I was born in Blackburn in 1965. Second clue was, I hold the highest, sorry, the second highest number of World Superbike race wins at 59. And the third clue was, I was awarded an MBE in 1998.
0: And it was and really, the answer is? It was really easy. Like, I knew straight away who it was. it was.
2: It was really Do you know the first person to get it was? It was my mum. I'm I'm quite surprised at that. I didn't think she'd even listen to the podcast. Yeah, but, but who, that's because
0: your mum's class.
2: Yeah, I suppose. Whenever uh,
0: but when, it was, Carl Fogarty. Carl Fogarty, Yeah, whenever my old man rang me, he yeah. was like, "Was that who it was?" We had a we had a few people email or we had a few people message us on Facebook. If uh, do you want to read their names out, or do you want to? What big, big Neil dog? He's like our number
1: one fan.
2: Well, i have got Andy Harker, who was the first one uh, on the group to put it. Darren McCauley, which I'm guessing is related to you, Sam. Sarah J.D. and Wayne Gilchrist. Is that how you say it? Yeah. I'm guessing so, you know
0: him. Well done. Yeah, well done. Well done, uh, everybody. Moving so that for- was very easy. Moving forward, if you can send your answers to our email address, and um, we will read your name out if you get it right. This one here, I don't think it's terror uh, it was my turn to do it this week. Uh, I just had to look to make sure I wasn't on mute because I had to mute the microphone a second ago. Uh, yeah, it was my turn to do it. I've tried not to make it exceptionally hard, but I also tried to make it slightly harder than what Chippy's was. I understand why you made it easy. It was your first one. Uh, so, three clues. Who am I? Got a big smile on my face, I feel nervous because I feel like I'm gonna give clues and then somebody's gonna email them being like, man, you got that wrong because that's not what they did. Because <laughs> that's like something <laughs> I would do. Right, so I try and word this properly. I won the 250 National Championship in my home country, 1987, 1988, and 1989. I'll read that again. I won the two fifty national championship in my home country in eighty-seven, eighty-eight, eighty-nine. clue 2 I won my first 500GP race at the age of 23 and clue number 3 in 1997 I rode a Honda RC45 displaying the numbers 3 that's your 3 clues see if anybody can get that
2: why does Ash look like he's on Google he keeps looking down
0: yeah why do you look like you're in Google? Google? You're looking as well. Yeah, so if you know, if you think you know the if you, think you know the be answer... you you're looking at Google right now on literally on my laptop. You would have no idea. If you think you know the answer, <laughs> yeah, uh, send it to our email address, podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk uh, or get in touch with us somehow. And if you get it right, we'll read your name out in the show. Try not to use Google. If you use Google, you're just cheating. So there's no point because anybody can use Google and write it in. So if, yeah, if you think you know the answer, just get in touch with us. And uh, yeah, if you get it right, we'll read it out. We only had one question come in, and it was from Dan Crone, and we've already answered pretty that sure question. We answered
1: that pretty yeah, well. Yeah, we've mm-hmm.
0: answered that about your favourite favourite bike designs and what we liked. And uh, so there's no more questions. So we'll just brush over that part. Anybody that's listening, thanks very much for listening. Like I said, it was we got a lot more listeners last week than we anticipated we were going to get, even though. Ash, I'd listened to it about seventy times, so that's probably. I didn't listen it... to it seventy times, Come on, It'd been exaggerated. You said seven times you listened to it, and your mum yeah, listened but... to it. Right, only because
1: times. I wanted to try and see if I could make my um, delivery better because I didn't think it was very good in the first episode. Well, you failed.
0: <laughs> 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 <Dead> <laughs> end <laughs> Uh, yeah so anybody that listened to it or anybody that's listened to it again if you've returned and you're listening to it a second time our second episode uh, thanks very much keep coming back keep listening Uh, get involved send us emails tweet us get on uh get on facebook the big bad beat or the big bad bike show on facebook uh please do get involved because it would be a better show if you guys uh join in with us because without you we're just three dudes talking for no reason and uh, you will prove our wives correct. So please get involved so we can make a community and make, give us a reason to come on here and talk.
2: Uh, Last week, we gave our predictions for World Superbike, British Superbike and all that. I wanted to change my British Superbike one because we all said the same thing. Uh, and also I've had a bit more time to think about it. I'm going to go with Christian Iden to win the BSB.
0: Yeah, we've said our socials enough time, so I'm not going to go over that again. Uh, there's not really much left for it, but to bid you goodbye and uh, ride hard guys
1: see you later guys cheers for bye
2: bye